Hi, welcome to Quid Pro Quo. I'm Rin. And I'm Zach. And we are talking about AI and creative writing this week. So Zach knows way more about this than I do because he's like a coder and an astrophysicist and I just do biology. <laughs> <laughs> and we both write, so there's some common ground there. So Zach, let's talk about AI and creative writing. There are two questions here, the procedural question and the ethical question. Right. Let's start with the procedural question. Yeah, so the procedural question is how do I use artificial intelligence in my writing. And uh, the fact of the matter is is that most people are already using artificial intelligence in their writing um, because spell check is a form of artificial intelligence where the computer looks at a collection of letters and it decides whether or not it is an English word. And then if it's not an English word, it's trying to guess and predict which word it's supposed to be. So anytime that you have the little squiggly red line underneath a word in your Word document, you are using artificial intelligence already. Um, If you use a smartphone, you are familiar with predictive text inside of text messages where your phone will make suggestions about the next word. And sometimes it's really fun to start on, you know, just figure out where the predictive text text goes inside of your phone. I've done that and it's super fun. Um, And using artificial intelligence in writing is just like extending that step one, you know, one more. It's going one step deeper, one level deeper. Um, As far as the like how of doing it, most artificial intelligence, if you're not going to create one yourself, um, which I have done before, it was not very polished, but I have done it. Um, most of it is going to be a subscription service. So two that I'm familiar with are PseudoWrite and Jasper AI, um, and they tend to cost in the ballpark of $20 a month. And the way that they work is that they give you a certain number of words that can be generated by the AI per month, and it, you can use up to those words. With PseudoWrite, um, which is the program that I'm most familiar with, you have a couple of different options about how you can use those words. The program or the the AI can generate prose for you. It can generate ideas for you. Um, it can rewrite things for you. Um, those are all ways that you can use those use those words that are allotted per month. Um, and if you don't know if you want to use a particular um, artificial intelligence service, um, most of them have a trial period where they just give you a set number of words that you can play with and figure out if you like it or not. So it's very uh, it's very low risk to at least try it out. Yeah. So what would you say the pros of using something like PseudoWrite are? Just like the idea generation or I would say fun? I would say that the strengths of artificial intelligence in procedure is definitely output because it can help you to move through things a lot quicker when the computer is writing with you versus if you're just writing on your own. That makes sense. Um with the idea generator, that can also be helpful if you're, like, stuck somewhere. Or, for example, if you need to come up with new characters to populate a scene and you just don't have any ideas for it, you can rely on the computer to to do a little bit of that for you. Okay. So it's good in helping to get you started and helping to move you through the drafting process. I'm not super familiar with using artificial intelligence in the editing process, but I tend to, I know that as a writer, I tend to really drill down during the editing process, and it's the most laborious part of it for me. Yeah, same. And that's where I feel like most of the magic happens for me. So I would be, I 
You'd be and more hesitant. To I would be it. more hesitant just because I feel like the editing makes it mine. Yes, that makes a lot of sense. Um, then let's move on to the ethical question. Mm-hmm. Um, so you talk a little bit about how AI works. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, you put in a set of data and then you it mixes up the data, it dissects it, it performs operations on it, and then it spits out something new mm-hmm. that's based on that data. Um, how do you think that's any different than how humans work? Uh, procedurally, no, because the way that we work is that, like, if I say, oh, I want to start writing, I am using my back catalog of everything that I've ever read, where it's like, I got, uh, got like 30 Terry Brooks books over here, and I've read Tolkien, and I've read the Harry Potter books, and I've read a handful of Le Guin stuff. And all of the, you know, like, uh, Lee Bardugo. And I can go through and be like, these are all of my influences, and they all impact how I approach my writing. And so the way that I work is that I say, these are my influences, and I'm going to arrange them, like we talked about a few weeks ago. Um, I'm going to arrange them into something new. I'm not trying to be original. I'm just trying to take the things that I love and put them into a new shape. Yeah. And AI does the same thing. It will take the data that it is trained on um, and it will use that data and the rules that it's learned from that data to generate new content. So it's kind of a conglomerate of everything that was put into it in the first place. The gnarly ethical question comes up because the training data is acquired generally according to my knowledge, without concern for copyright because there isn't any, like... It's not... You're not plagiarizing it. You're not distributing it, and it's not plagiarism, right? Because you're not doing the copy-paste kind of thing. Yes. Um, So it's tricky because, on the one hand, it isn't procedurally any different than going to the library and checking out a whole bunch of books by a whole bunch of different authors. Um, It's just that... The because we removed the human element out of it, it's a new legal frontier where it's like, does an author need to give their consent to for their work to be used to train an artificial intelligence? Um, to my knowledge, that legal question hasn't been explored very much at all. Um, and for that reason, most... Uh, artificial intelligence out there is trained without uh, consent from the authors of particular particular works. It's just pulled off of the internet, fed into the AI, and you move forward from there. So it's not, again, I want to reiterate, it's not copying what other authors have done, but it is using what other authors have done without their permission to train the artificial yes. intelligence. And then you get into even rougher ethics when you like, the author can't consent because they're, like, dead and their work's not in the public domain. Yep. Or you just have, like, literally no other way to contact them and be like, hey, can I use your work in my AI process? Right, right, right. And then that starts getting into, again, uh, into who deserves the credit. Is it the person who runs the AI? Is it the person who created the AI? Is it the people who wrote the wrote the stuff that the AI was trained on? That is, a, that's kind of an open philosophical question. For me, when I think about it, it, like I said earlier, the editing is what makes it mine. And so the way that I think about it is that the artificial intelligence gives me material, raw material, 
And then it is up to me to go through and edit it and curate it to make sure that it works and that it hits the right beats and it's doing what I want it to do. And that's what makes it mine. But yeah. that's just my... my. No, I feel very similarly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've never used AI in my writing. I will try that after this episode because I didn't realize this was an option and it sounds like fun. Oh, but it is. Like... It's super fun. <laughs> yeah. But, like, editing, I feel like, is where... It, you know, you really, like, get to, like, take this Play-Doh that you made out of, like, salt and flour, whatever you make Play-Doh out of. Yeah. Uh, and then you get to shape it into something that's more than just a lump of clay. Mm-hmm. So let us know inside of the comments what you think about artificial intelligence and writing. Have you used it? Have you not? What do you think about the ethics for it? We'd love to hear what you have to say. Awesome. Thank you for tuning in to Quid Pro Quo.